Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Ozark Season 4, Episode 3, City on the Make. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, watching Season 4 of Ozark for the first time because it is new to Netflix. Very excited to be doing this with my co-host and former student, who is also watching Ozark Season 4 for the first time, I hope, I think. Kurt, are you watching Ozark Season 4 for the first time, or have you already watched this i've not been through it this is my first time watching through it and boy what a what an episode so i'm gonna guess you're rating <laughs> 10 <laughs> 10 okay <laughs> well I'll, I'll i'll go through it a little bit more but uh yeah so we are going to guess each other's ratings you know i i've i'm wondering if we shouldn't I mean, it doesn't matter in this episode but i'm wondering if we shouldn't start with the survivor spectacular because it seems like we we really just want to get there <laughs> fast. So, uh, but uh, we'll, we'll guess the rating. How about we do this? We'll guess the ratings. But we're not going to have any discussion about the ratings until after we discuss the Survivor Spectacular. Okay? Okay. All right. So, I am going to guess that there just was not quite enough action for you in this episode. And okay. that you observed a lot of danger for your characters in the Survivor Spectacular. And that level of anxiety that it gave you probably makes you knock this episode down to a nine. Otherwise, you probably would have given it a ten. Uh, uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess for you. Uh, you know, you're a you're a real fan of um people getting mad i think <laughs> in general i think i think it's it's i think you're a very angry person and that uh oh yeah seeing wendy get angry and other people getting angry maya gets angry navarro gets a bit angry even javi gets angry in his own little way i mean he does actually get upset um uh marty probably i mean his he doesn't really show up but i i and darlie oh wow so many people get angry in this episode frank senior Ruth gets angry. Why it's upset? There's so many people get upset this episode. That well, it's not really what Ozark about is about. It's about <laughs> anger, anger, <laughs> greed, and anxiety. Like that's what it's about. I I think you gave this episode a ten. I think you gave this okay. episode a ten. Okay. All right. So what did you give it? I gave it a ten. Um, but I'll say this: you were right on the anxiety part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um. Uh, okay, so you gave it a ten. I gave it a nine. Oh man, mirror. We 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 always rate what we. Th- I feel like what we actually gave it. <laughs> I, th- I think you actually gave it down to a nine. I think you. <laughs> this is just telling our ratings to well, each other. But hopefully, well, we'll, 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 we'll talk about why we gave these ratings that we gave in, in just a minute. But. Uh, before before we do that, let's just briefly touch on the Survivor Spectacular because nobody died in this episode, at least nobody that we know. <laughs> so no nobody in our pool died in this episode. So you remain ahead of me, nine survivors to eight. But I feel, I feel like 
<laughs> more of your characters were endangered in this episode Man. than mine. I, like, I'll tell you this: that that first scene, well, I don't think the very first scene, but when Maya and Navarro are talking, I'm like Maya. I I respect you both, and Maya, you're 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 a strong woman, but don't be too strong right now. Like you are, you are, saying, you are like please, please calm it down, right? Relax. You say the oh You say all these demands, like. As if she I mean, was the plane. I was so scared. I was like, oh, I my. know. Oh, my, I, know. I, I thought for sure. Like, they're playing that hush little baby creepy music. And I'm like, oof, this really seems like somebody's going to die. Yeah, this ends with like Maya dying here, and then yeah. I'm like, dude, they're going to kill her. I, I was convinced they're going to kill Maya this yeah. episode. I was convinced. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. For the bad. I'm too confident, but no, 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 it's all good. <laughs> but even, even that, not just that, I honestly thought oh, when Darlene went to see Frank, I thought Frank was dead. <laughs> I was yeah, like, no, I, I, I think because Zeke was there, I felt more at peace. Actually, no, I, I forgot. No, first, when I watched it, I thought, I thought Zeke wasn't really like, I, I don't, I don't know if I didn't see Zeke when he first came in, but I was like, is there, is Zeke even in that carriage? Like is there, right. is, there, is, there, is there maybe the character you can like take out a shotgun? But then you can see Zeke. And I'm like, okay, no, never mind. Okay, I don't think I don't think shoot mm-hmm. shoot Frank Senior with Zeke around. I well, think, I think I'm okay. Frank was saying all the right things to get killed by Darlene, or Darlene saying all the right things to get killed by Frank. You should, you know, he's demanding it. Maybe you should be worried about Darlene. Ah. See, that's the thing. Yeah, Darlene is a stronger character than Frank. <laughs> so that's what I'm looking for Darlene. Also, this is I a mean, bit more of the episode, but anxiety wise, just thinking about what baits this episode kind of did, right? Baiting mm-hmm. killer. Yep. Uh, at the end with Javi and uh that gun shipment mm-hmm. stuff. Did you yes. did you feel any anxiety over whether that was a bait by Javi? I did, yeah. I I, I got scared he leaked it to Marty on purpose because he was on yep. suspicious of something going on here or that you know to his uncle's dealings. Maybe he is, maybe maybe this is part so, of it. Well, he here's the here's the thing though. Like he leaked it to if he leaked it to Marty on purpose, it wouldn't have mattered anyway because Marty didn't set up that raid. Navarro did. Omar did. Yeah, but right? maybe, right, he'll know if like the only real outside person to his stick he outed it to is Marty and he got released. He'll blame Marty for it, right? Yeah, but Marty doesn't know any of the details. He just knows there's a gun raid. You're right. right? Then, then maybe he'll know both of them are in coots because he knows that Omar calls Marty. He knows that now. Oh, that's Marty a seems to have it, So it is, it is possible. You, you're right. It's possible well, that I, that has I, happened. I was worried there would be no guns in the back, and that it was yeah, one big too. bait by Javi to to mm-hmm. kind of suss out, and then he would have pretty good evidence, or at least you know the suss out Navarro and Marty, or, or you know something's going on here between these two that is not good for yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I agree. I I was I, I definitely felt that anxiety as well. I, I you know I guess let's let's talk a little bit about why we gave the ratings that that we gave. But uh, that that was a big thing for me. I, I I did love this episode. I thought it was great. Um, I actually liked episode two a little bit more than this. But do you like this better better or episode two better because you gave that an episode that episode a ten as well? I'm not sure. Um, I might like this one more. Okay. But so, so so here's here's one uh, this is a relatively minor gripe uh, but both the beginning and the end i felt like they were baiting us which was what we've been talking about because i mean that that opening was so ominous and so creepy and it had foreboding i mean it it had a, a major death written all over it and 
very little actually came of it. I wouldn't say very little came of it. I mean, I guess it depends relative. Like, yeah, no one died from it. So I guess it depends so, what you can. So Maya meets Omar. That's you? They talk. <laughs> yeah, okay. They, 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 they talk about thinking about maybe cutting a deal, and then they don't. So, I, like, ultimately, it maybe was the first domino that set off a series of dominoes falling. But it wasn't, it itself was not the main event here. Now, see, here, here's the thing, though, that, that's going to wreck your world, Mr. Sal. I was thinking about, what was my, because Mr. Sal asked me this in episode one of those arcs, now every single mm-hmm. time I'm going to think of, what was my favorite scene? And what I put as my favorite scene was that scene. Okay. All right. Eh, I, I mean, I, I, I like that anxiety feeling of just not knowing what's about to happen. Of like, is, is it going to happen? Mm-hmm. Is it not? So I, I think at that point, I was like, are we going to die here? I don't know. Maybe now. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. 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 <laughs> I know. Maybe I know. Well, yeah. yeah. And that's a, it's a really useful tool to have. I just, I, I felt like that, that scene, it, it was, it had been building for all of episode two, you know, it ends with Maya getting into the truck. Like, so you're, you have the anxiety at the end of episode two and then, you know, not only do you have the, the, that anxiety and the anxiety you would have under normal circumstances of, of uh, seeing them together, but they, they really trigger it with this, this uh, hush little baby uh, <laughs> music playing underneath because now you're starting to worry about Wilson. Like, why do you play hush little baby? They didn't, I mean, I mean, they showed Marty holding Wilson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, that that was a pretty big fake out. I felt, and I th- I feel like it, it. I felt a little bit cheated. Nah, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm glad you didn't. Uh, but then similarly, at the end, I loved that i that idea of the the gun shipment. Like I, I was so excited when Marty called Omar about that. I was like, oh, this is brilliant. He's gonna he's gonna oh. smooth things over with Omar and yeah. Maya, and take down Javi in the process. But then Javi wasn't even involved with it. How how do you feel anxiety wise? So we're talking about the anxiety of this episode when uh, Marty hangs up on Navar. Oh, I loved it. I, that that did not make me anxious at all. Actually, no, well, no, I I saw them. Oh no, Navarro might like retaliate, dude. Even though I mean, if Marty dies. Who's really going to be sad about that? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I was like, oh no, he might retaliate. Like he might like spike the drugs. Like I thought, I thought when the uh, the sample, like, so this caused me to feel anxious for the sampling. So I thought, man, is he gonna like? Because he's been kind of using this whole pharmaceutical company thing as a bargaining chip towards Marty. You know, if you want that mm-hmm. deal done, you got to do this for me. So I was like, for the sample, like heroin or opioid or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. or poppies whatever, whatever claire tested is he gonna like you know throw it like he's gonna send like a bad sample on purpose so that right. way they don't take it and then ruin marty's hopes and plans and stuff just to teach him a lesson i was like is that gonna happen i don't know mm-hmm. i'm nervous well i think i feel like that would have had to have happened earlier right I, maybe I, unless unless I, you're right you know you're right i mean at that point i thought about it i was like oh no like what are they like what does the sample thing is stuck at this point we haven't seen the sample arrived yet, right? Like I haven't right. seen that stuff. 
And then Javi comes with a sample, and I, I'm like, you know, what if you told Javi, like, hey, bring, you know, taint the sample or something? <laughs> what kind yeah. Of yeah, well, that's, oh. a, that's, a, that's a fair point. I, I had not thought about it. I feel like Marty and Omar have gotten to a point in the relationship where Marty can hang up on him sometimes. Funny, yeah. sometimes, sometimes Marty says some stuff, and Wendy too, to, to him, and he, they're right, and he knows they're right. And he yeah. doesn't want to hear it. He, and he doesn't like to hear it. But ultimately, he's not going to you know, torture them anymore about being right. <laughs> <laughs> about being right <laughs> you know because i mean they were right before and he would torture them about being right yeah no, but no. The, I, I think since he killed helen he's gone all in the, their relationship yeah their relationship has gone to the next level where they can they can speak truth to him without fear of reprisals for now for now yeah yeah for now wow. but i actually think omar is going to be dead before the end of this half season so uh, but we'll see oh yeah i think she's gonna be dead before this half season too good uh, that, that's yin and yang <laughs> there you go <laughs> yes yes that, that's your last pick and my last pick <laughs> off the table anyway oh sorry just one other thing if we're talking about the death table um glad to hear from three literally that's what we i think that's what we all like to hear <laughs> oh i <laughs> Hearing him, hearing him speak, sweet, sweet, sweet sounds. Just, man. Okay. All right. So you said you, your favorite scene in the episode was the first scene. Yes. Uh, it's Probably. a spectacular scene. Yeah. Not the first scene. We know. Yeah, we're sure the, we know. Yeah. The plane. Hold on a second. Okay. Is your favorite scene like the this little montage with Hush Little Baby with the birds and Maya? getting on the plane or is it the meeting with the meeting omar and maya the meeting itself the meeting itself okay gotcha is that, see, I, that, I really, is that worse uh, yes <laughs> yeah no see no yeah no you're ridiculous no the the, op- the opening was spectacular that's not my favorite scene though it's not my favorite scene because i felt like a little bit deflated by the outcome of the meeting so if if maya had died then that opening scene would have been my favorite scene no it would have been worse for sure Okay. That's why I like it. None of them died. Great outcome. Well, yeah. You, you don't want Maya to die or Navarro. So. Yeah, great outcome. Okay. Well, do we have yeah. Nelson? Uh, yeah, we do. Which one of us? Yeah, he's he, to- he he he's been in at least two episodes. Yeah, no, but he, dro- us- he drove. He drove Maya no, to no, the airport. Yeah, no, no, no. I know he's. I'm saying he's on one of our I, lists. I don't know. I have Nelson. Been. I have Nelson. Yeah, I, he could have died. <laughs> I think that would have made everyone happy. So. Except for me. So, oh, well. Uh, I, you know, this is going to be a little tricky, watching Ozark from this perspective. Oh, I love it. Be- <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. It's just, it's just got to be it's just a little, bit, a little bit tricky because, like, I, under normal cir- circumstances, I would not have been heartbroken to see Darlene die. But now I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, like, now, yeah, I'm rooting for death more than I, I like the chaos she kind of is, but she's a yeah. chaos that's got to go. Yeah. Oh, n- better example, Sheriff Nix. Like, I would not have cared at all. <laughs> if, if that's died. true. I wouldn't have cared either, but I was like, happy. I was like, yeah. Great way to start it off. That's true. Oh, man. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, well, my favorite scene, I th- do you want to talk about our favorite scenes now? 
Well, yeah, since we're doing it. Yeah, right. So I I had a tough time choosing between two. Uh, The first was uh, the scene where Jonah moves out. But I I really love that scene. Mm hmm. What? Yep. What? No, no, I'm sorry. That, that's a great scene. No, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm reminiscing of how great of a scene yeah. that is. You know? I mean, everybody. I mean, Jonah is spectacular. Ruth is spectacular. Wendy's spectacular. Marty's spectacular. I love seeing Wendy and Marty fight. <laughs> I, yeah. I think that's what I've been missing about this season of Ozark and why I haven't given a 10 yet because I love seeing them fight and I haven't seen it yet. They've been so synced up for the most part this is as close to a fight as they've had they're just focused they're just focused yeah yeah but uh, i also don't really know who's uh, who i'm in more agreement with wendy or marty here really regarding regarding jonah yeah 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 i'm i'm i mean i'm really not sure they they have the one little bit argument in the kitchen mm -hmm. right where where Wendy says something along the lines of like, "Oh, you should have backed me, right?" Mm-hmm. Then it would have worked. He he he's doing it because he knows you kind of approve of it. You're kind of proud of him. He can tell. Yep. Right. Yes. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta crush a kind of or so. so not, I don't think she just crush me. You know, she do something about it. Marty mm-hmm. takes more. It's more of a, like a, I don't know how to describe the stance, but he relates it to show. Like, he, oh, give him some time and he'll realize. You know. Yeah. Well, you you got the passive and the aggressive. Yeah, you've got them go. both. Marty's very passive. Yeah, he, he said, you know, if Jonas made the decision he's going to do this, we're not going to talk him out of it. So we just got to let him do it. And eventually he'll come around. And, and Wendy is the complete opposite. Hers is aggression you know, to, to the point where she won't even say goodbye to him when they leave. So, yeah, it's, it's really, but this, this scene was awesome from every angle. I, I loved this scene. Uh, the other scene I loved, but for a very, very different reason was the party scene at the Langmores. Mm, uh, okay. That's I, 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 and only that was only for the... Oh, that's another anxiety. Part. That's another anxiety one. Too, uh, yeah. Actually. It, I, it, we didn't talk went, about that one. It, it went from high anxiety to I was laughing hysterically <laughs> when Darlene turns the page and she's like, I knew I did the right thing. <laughs> no, so here's like, the thing, though. I think Darlene's still livid. Do you? The way she spoke to me seemed like I I I think she was just saying that and she's gonna get revenge. Like she's she's going off. She's gonna do something. Oh really? Like okay. Yeah. See, I I didn't get that. I, I I thought that the that Ruth's first point or no second point I guess was the most salient point and, and the one that really won Darlene over because her I'm first point like me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Her first her first one was there's plenty more cash where this came from. So that, that was the first thing. Um, the second thing, and, and by the way, Darlene needs cash. Like, so they made, yeah, they, made a a, about it, yeah. they made it a point of showing us that she is strapped for cash. She needs it. So here's here's a solution to her problem. That's the first point. The second point is you've been wanting a partner like me your whole life, which could not be more true. Like, that's, it's the reason why Jacob is dead right now, is because Jacob wasn't more like Ruth. Yeah, you know, and not not so, like Darlene. Yeah, yeah, and Ruth and Ruth is showing that she and Darlene are very similar in that regard. So that that was uh, that that leads me to believe that there is that there's some truth to some sincerity to the way Darlene responds. You know, and then it's <laughs> I mean Ruth does everything perfectly. It's like here's here's first of all a financial incentive. Here's so here's some. <laughs> 
here's a here's a carrot right mm-hmm. and then then i'm gonna like get in your sight into your psyche here and and really plant the seed that i am necessary to you and then finally i'm just gonna throw in a threat a not not so veiled threat <laughs> so here's your stick as well so like <laughs> Literally so many carrots and sticks this episode. I use that same analogy for when Wendy, when I saw what Wendy was doing about the, like the Ben Memorial type of thing or like thing, uh-huh. like this is totally a carrot. Like she's doing this to get to Jonah and then she yep. take out the stick. And immediately what happened, <laughs> this is like, it was a carrot and then it was a stick. Right. And then right. Talk that... about with Charlotte and Aaron, that maybe you can even relate that too. Oh, you're, yes, you're right. That, you know, that's a great point. It's they, called this they... big stick diplomacy in this episode. There you go. Yeah, it, it, it was uh, all of them. Yeah, that was a great scene too with Charlotte and Aaron. Oh yeah, I, I, really, I, I thought about making saw, it my favorite. That was I, I never saw that coming. Charlotte, <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte. Listen, Charlotte's like a mini Wendy, and Jonah's a bit like a mini Marty. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, maybe I do like this episode better than I thought I did. This is such a good honestly, episode. Like this is yeah. probably, I talk about. This is probably my favorite one so far. There's so many great like. Like, if you didn't like the first bait out, so be it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's just because you're upset because they didn't die because you wish ill upon people, <laughs> which is a terrible thing, by the way. You really shouldn't wish that ill on people. You know what I mean? Like an FBI agent. Like they're two polar opposites. Surely both of them. We can't wish. <laughs> anyway, that aside. Yeah. You know, really good episode. Yeah. I, and, and yeah, you know, the other thing is, I I loved like every meeting in Chicago. So Charlotte and Aaron. Uh, also, like, I'm sorry. I just, I just said this though. I will say though, you did one time spitefully not give a lost episode a ten because it ended with like horrible flash with, with like Hor- with like horrible ending. Well, anyway, anyway, I'll say this: you're a bit of a spiteful person. Anyway, go on. <laughs> that was not spite. It was that a was totally spite. They, they didn't change the ending. It was just showing you like it was. It was a perfect seen. episode. Yes, and then. It's just a garbage for the last three minutes. It's like but I, the last three minutes was anything new. It wasn't like they changed the ending. It wasn't like it wasn't like they changed the story. I, I, mean, I listen, listeners, all I say the last three minutes of this episode we're talking about is that it it rewind. It just shows events we've already seen to sh- so that way it explains to the viewer what's occurred. But Mr. Sal was displeased by this. <laughs> Lower the rating. I, I mean, I, I was insulted by it more more than anything. <laughs> it was like, do you really think I don't remember? Like, this, how, why are you showing me this again? It's exactly the same footage, except it looks crappier. Like they, yeah. they made it grainier or something. It was, uh, it was so anyway, dumb. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- but this is great. So Charlotte's meeting with Aaron. Yeah, Marty's really Marty's meeting with Claire. Yes, and. Wendy's meeting with Schaefer. Uh, all three of those meetings were so damn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is the. You know what? This is probably a ten. I should. I should. And meanwhile, Jonah's with Ruth. Doing that, we see a bit of Darlene action going on. I mean, it's good. This is. This is. Yeah. All right. I, you sold me. I, I. I've. I've given this episode a ten now. I don't need to. I don't need to sell it. It's old self, Mister Sal. That's, that's how good it is. <laughs> Yes, that is true. Uh, that is true. And, you know, talking about all these scenes makes it really hard for me to pick my favorite one. But I, I think ultimately I'm going to go with Jonah moving out. That That is that is my favorite. That's a good one. I, this episode, I feel like this episode... More, so we, it, Wendy has become like the... 
the stereotypical Machiavellian, like I, you know, she does, she does what's good for, for Wendy. Wendy does what she mm-hmm. thinks is good for her, and that's basically the end of it. It was well, that's so. that's not anything new though. She's it's not new. Done. It's not new. It's not new. But like She's this episode so... to me, at yeah. least pushes it to the stream for the other characters to see the Ben stuff with like the the Ben like the Karen stick thing I always talked about with like the Ben memorial and then locking the circuit breaker, and then that the moving out scene you're referring to when when she tries that one feeble attempt to stop Jonah like even Ruth and Marty are pointing out like don't do this Wendy Ruth yeah, like, what are you doing yeah, yeah yeah you know that it, it's it's so clear what she's trying to do right it, yeah she, you know, like the veil basically the other characters can see through Wendy's veil now right like well it's not, she has she has no credibility with them yeah like, she, 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 exactly yeah what, what's really interesting about Wendy in this episode is you see her desperation in that scene and, and you know this is with characters who know her inside and out mm-hmm. and and can tell like, and, and, and not, it doesn't even matter if they can tell her or whether she's being sincere that they they just know she's full of it almost all the time so I mean there's no way that Jonah can trust what she's saying and there's no way that Wendy or sorry that Ruth or Marty, can sell Jonah on what she's saying because Jonah already knows what his mom is and that she lies all the time. He just he just heard her lie to the the pre to Mel, the private investigator, just you know, in episode one. They, they lie, she lies and lies and lies, and Jonah knows this. So there's no way for her to sell it. But then, in contrast, we have her meeting with Schaefer, where oh, she, yeah. you know, where where she can work her politics. Right. Not even scared. And no. So she, she, we see her in desperation mode. We see her in politics mode. And we have that scene with her and Claire where they show, they show us that like where Wendy is most effective, like where, where she's really good because she maintains credibility and she, and she wins the argument. I mean, right? where, where I, I, we don't know if she won the argument yet. No, but, no, no. Oh, but, but when she's talking to Claire, that's that's very similar to what she did at the funeral for the state senator. Do you remember this? I'm thinking Buddy's funeral. So no, I'm not. Not, not Buddy's. Okay, so there there was in season. I think it was two. Yeah, it was definitely two because it was oh, I remember Wilkes, now it, it was it was the blood season, one, yeah. yeah, which is the title, yeah. the precious blood of Jesus or something. It was the title of that episode? No, that was the politicking, precious blood of Jesus. Oh, um, okay, this was mind. so so. <laughs> Wilkes and Jim had set up the senator to basically they said you're not going to be here for this vote. Oh, you need yeah, to get out of town. Kill, right? Yes. And, and then he killed himself, right? Yes. Um, and Wendy went to his funeral and talked to his widow. Yeah. The, about, the goal of her to do that. But yes, but about you know mental health and and about how she you know she had her brother who was bipolar and and she never understood and and until she went into depression herself and so she's she's winning this person's sympathy right which allows her to win while simultaneously maintaining her credibility so she doesn't lose any credibility like with Schaefer she's lost a little credibility cuz she's strong arming Schaefer here right mm. so so she's playing into his greed. So what she's doing with Schaefer is very different than what she's doing with Claire. With Claire, she she comes at it from this psychological angle and tries to garner the sympathy of Claire 
and be sympathetic toward Claire so that she can continue to manipulate Claire in the future, right? We, we get one other instance of Wendy working your magic, uh, particularly uh-huh. with Maya in the episode as well. Do you remember outside of Maya? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Very different circumstance. So how would you relate that one then? What do you think here? So she goes to see Maya. Yeah, uh, Maya's re- mad. Refreshment. So, yeah. so Ma- Maya's mad. She gets in the discussion of parenting, right? You know, being a parent, it changes. Oh, you. that's right. Maya yeah. says it makes you more selfish, but then yeah. <laughs> he goes, no, it makes you fierce. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> really weird. Well, no, it's but but think about it this way. So when she says that to Maya, mm-hmm. we have to think about the last interaction that she had with Maya, which was her parental her her. Fer- ferocity. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's 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 simultaneously a reason for Maya to do this and an excuse for why Wendy did what she did. Yes. So. Fears. Yes. Right. So, what? So she has not lost all credibility with Maya yet because Maya doesn't know that she lies all the time, (laughs) like like Marty and Jonah and Ruth know, Mm -hmm. but she also has kind of pulled the strong arm on Maya already. So Maya, Maya is kind of teetering there. So this is this works to pull her back in a little bit because she is rationalizing her behavior from the night before or whenever that was when she you know basically said, if you're not going to protect my family, I'm not going to protect yours. Mm-hmm. Um, but hoping that she can find that common ground with Maya. So this is, this is something probably in between the strong arm uh, that she shows to Schaefer and the uh, attempt at sympathy that she shows to Claire. So yeah, I'd say that's probably somewhere on the spectrum in between those two things. The big point I want to put out about this though, with Wendy is that she still got her skill, but the close characters around her. Well, I, it's been no Jonah this season has known that Wendy's a liar, but they've made right. it very apparent, especially in that scene that like everyone knows. she's looking not only is it yeah. apparent, but you're desperate now, Wendy. Like it's not even like no one's even mm-hmm. believing you in terms of those that know you closely. And yeah, it's really it's really it's really good. Yeah, that was a good one. I'm yeah. curious to to who you voted as the top character later. Stick around for okay. time to figure that out. <laughs> Stick around. Yeah, that's that's at the end. Yeah. That's right. So all right. So any other uh like standout scenes that you want to talk about before we uh get into the symbols and the title uh how did you feel about the when javier kind of bunning his way in to uh being the man with the uh be, being the representative from his uncle in charge of this deal yeah with claire so i'm interested in why omar allows this because omar obviously doesn't trust Javi unless he's playing the birds, which I feel like he's done playing the birds. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I feel like the, 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 he and the birds are in bed together at this point. And there's, there's no separating them from each other. So uh, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I'd be really surprised if I'm wrong about that. No, um, the only way I feel like you're out the birds is if the FBI goes, give us the birds <laughs> and <you just> walk <laughs> for your as part of your deal is like well okay then i mean oh yeah you don't that, win that's, that's... until i win <laughs> yeah 
That was I, I really like that <laughs> line, by the way. <laughs> I really oh, love that. The line I love too was Charlotte says something, you know, like we didn't do the, the last line she says to Aaron of like, you know, we didn't do whatever yeah. you think the hell in. <laughs> But well, that doesn't mean we're not capable of it. Yeah, to that effect, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that 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 scene was fantastic. Oh, yeah, because it, but... it goes on the slippier, slippier, and slippier slope of just like mm-hmm. skin more and more threatening until she literally just threads her out right <laughs> watch out listen if you ever tell you know your brother your dad his girlfriend they, they, <laughs> yeah. same thing could happen to them so you yep. can't tell anyone <laughs> yeah. oh my god uh but yeah when when marty says i know i know we don't win unless you win no 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 we don't win you don't win until I win. Okay. So, a difference, I guess. Uh, oh, I love it. I love mm. it. It, it. As though it's an inevitability that he is going to win. So I love it. It's so good. But um, yeah, your original question, though, was about Javi. So Javi wants to be the, the in charge of this operation yeah. with Shaw. And, and we know Navarro, at least we. it seems like Navarro, has very little affection for Javi and doesn't trust him and thinks he's trying to take over. And we have some evidence that shows that he's probably right about that. So why does my, my more pressing question here is why does Navarro put him in charge of this? Is it to get him out of his hair? So, so <laughs> like, my thought is, was that he sent him there just to keep an eye on the deal with the way Javi worded it. When then Javi kind of went a step further in front of Claire, going, "I'm the I'm I'm leading this. This is this is mm-hmm. me, right? So you you, yeah. you report to me about this. Like I I don't think Omar or Omar was that that's what was in his head when he sent him to Chicago. Like, ah, okay. That's that's always what I think. Maybe that is what he intended. No, I think you're probably right. And and it does make sense. And because based I, off, yeah, because based off Wendy, like Marty's face when he says it, and then Wendy's reaction to hearing it from yeah. Claire. So like, ah, hopefully, Javi didn't say anything because it's you know anyway. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, yeah. You know, Navarro was super. He's becoming a, a super interesting character to me as well. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm really starting to look forward to every phone call. Oh yeah, very like the phone rings. Call. I'm like, ooh, good, Omar. <laughs> you know, in the very, the very, the very like poignant, right? They just, yeah, they just get to the point, and that's basically yeah, the gist. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it, what, it, but when Marty made that call to him, I I was so excited. <laughs> I thought, oh my god, he's he's this is perfect. He's gonna <laughs> smooth it over with Omar and Maya, and simultaneously stick it to Javi. But what, so what do you make of the ending here? Do you, do you think, because I, I was very unclear about what that phone call was all about. I, he, I don't know exactly, but I mean, something related with the gun shipment. I mean, I would I assume. I don't know. I can't remember what he said. I, I, I something really, like lift, lift the car or something. I don't remember what that was. I don't really know. I mean, he was using, know. he was using phrases that I couldn't connect to the shipment of guns. It's so, uh, yeah yeah and know. then you know he, he sits back down to dinner so i i really it, you know with a smile and toasts and everything else so I, I really wonder if he if you aren't correct about that being a setup 
It could still be, yeah, it could still be a setup, even though there re- yeah. really were guns there. If he did out it on purpose to, to see, right. And even if it wasn't set up, he might connect the dots. Like, who leaked? How do they know? Yeah. Let me think. Oh, I told Marty Bird. Marty Bird. Leaked yeah. In some yeah. way, right? Now, maybe Marty Bird didn't know the exacts, but like, mm-hmm. he knew that there was, a, I told him there would be a gun shipment changed into that night. I mean, especially if they changed it just that night. That's what's really important about it, Mr. So I remember mm-hmm. it, from when he gave up his phone to when he got it back, he was, oh, the gun shipment's tonight now. That's a, you know, that's a really small timetable of change. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a small circle. I mean, I don't know. Anyone included in the shipment and then however many people know about that the shipment's changed. I don't know. So it's yeah. So I'm I am wondering if that backfired on the birds here. Am I, am I Marty anyway? Am I yeah. like, I I don't think it was bait now. Like after seeing the like I don't think it was bait, if I had to guess now, but that doesn't mean he won't be able to solve it from there. It won't, you know, do something for happening. Yeah. So yeah. Did uh did you get a creepy vibe between Javi and Charlotte? Yeah, I think that's that's like universal. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. It's so weird. Oh uh, please no, please don't do that to Charlotte. Poor Charlotte, she's had <laughs> no luck with 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 uh with her romantic life in the series. Please don't do don't do this to her, not Javi. Oh, anyway. As long as she lives. Right. What? As long as she lives, that's all I need. I need Charlotte as to survive. Long- oh, that's all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. On my list. All right. So what do you think about this title, City on the Make? It's some like I don't know, some like essay thing. <laughs> some like essay thing. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a like a book length essay from 1951. Oh, book length which, essay. What does that mean? Yeah. Is that just a book? Uh yeah, short one, I guess. I don't really know. What's it's a book it's, length? Like a short book? Know. Or <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's a long <laughs> essay or a yeah, short like... book, which depending on which way you want to describe it. But anyway, it was written in 1951 uh, by someone named Nelson Algren. Okay, and uh, apparently it's regarded as a, as a definitive prose portrait of Chicago. Does that mean definitive? Like all the great things about Chicago? Yeah. So, like you know, you you could paint a picture of a city, right? That'd be the portrait of a city. Right. Or you could write about a city in a similar way that paints a picture about the city. So uh, the prose being the writing is it's just, I, I don't know. This is the way it was described uh, in the article I was reading about it. But I guess I, I was not clear on what on the make means. I thought it was a play on on the lake. <laughs> but I don't. So uh, but I don't think Chicago is, has ever been referred to as city on the lake. So, and I assume they were talking about Chicago because that's what the essay is about. Uh, and, so, you know, half this episode takes place in Chicago. Yeah. But I looked up what on the make means. Do you know what on the make means? No, I have no idea. It means trying to get more money or power. Huh. Yeah. So, that's applicable. I mean, that's pretty yeah. applicable. Yeah. So, so this essay was called Chicago City on the Make. So, I, apparently, in 1951, Chicago was seen by this person as you know trying to gain money or power. But I mean, here we have. Like mob, what, what year was the? Do you know what, what year it was made? 1951. I don't know when like mobster time was in Chicago. I, um, I mean, it, might, it probably was still pretty prevalent then. Maybe not the heyday of it, but I think the heyday of it was like the 20s. I think, but I think like after 2030s, yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, but. 
I mean, when you consider what on the make means and that that's exactly what all the characters are doing in this episode. I mean, Marty and Wendy and Ruth and Jonah and Darlene and Javi and Navarro, everybody's on the make here, right? But they're doing it in Chicago, which is where the essay is, what the essay is about, uh, City on the Make. So I actually really like Good this title, title now, yes. that I, now that I've researched it a bit. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. This might be a contender at the end of the season. We'll see. For best title of the season. We'll see what the last four titles are. Well, the first half of the season. Mm. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the symbols. The Z is the oysters, although I they really look like mussels to me. But I, I had written down mussels when I started the episode, but then when Javi was talking, clearly they were oysters. I was like, oh. All right, well, fine. I guess they're oysters, but they look like mussels to me. Right. Uh, the second, the A is... So I, I first, I thought... You remember why it was digging the fence? Yeah, I, I thought right? so too. And then, no, it turns out, I think this is the bolt cutters from the FBI, but I want to yeah. be noted. I want to be noted. I was watching it with someone, right? I was watching that scene, and the second I saw why digging like that fence with the tool that looks similar, I'm like, oh, Something important's about to happen, right? I'm like, well, this is from the symbols. And I was like, I was I was waiting, I was looking, and then all it is, is him looking over to the bar, and then like it cuts off from him. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. what? 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 <laughs> I guess I guess yeah. it's him catching Ruth, which I may, maybe is an horrible event, but I, I it's either I don't know which one it is, but I feel like the FBI thing is pretty big, and there's no other symbol that really notes it so i'm gonna say it's the fbi bolt cutters i guess yeah i i totally agree that i had written bolt cutters they they are bolt cutters if you look at them they are not uh pull what are they called pole diggers well i I don't know what they're called anyway they're not they're not diggers diggers. (laughs) yeah so the r is uh, chinese food uh which is what the birds were eating uh at dinner the the night that they decided to take a family vacation minus jonah to chicago which kind of instigated the discord between Marty and Wendy in the kitchen. And the last one's a K, um, which is scientific equipment, like a graduated yeah. cylinder. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I'm confused by that little middle bit. Like, what's that middle bit? Like, uh, it's, it's a round bottom flask. Oh, it's a flask. I thought it was like, yeah. cause it like inverts all the colors behind it. Okay. I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure flask. what what they were doing with the colors in that symbol. They, 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 they kind of divided the flask and I think maybe the beaker. Is there a beaker? I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a beaker. There's a graduate cylinder and you're right. That's a that's a flask. I was looking yeah. at it. I was like, what is that? And maybe so, that's a pipette or like the glass pipette stuff. I, I don't know. Maybe just a stirring rod. A stir rod or something. Yeah. But I, I don't know what they're doing with the colors because some of those that glassware, they like they cut it in half and they have like a black half and a, like a right, white that's half. Also, yeah, yeah. I never that was a um, uh, flask until now you tell me. Yeah. So, I, so I'm not sure what they were doing with the colors there. Okay. Most of anyway, form that but okay, right? But that's the glassware, obviously, from the from Shay. sample time. Yeah, yeah. Shaw, 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 and Claire doing it. So I don't know how yes. we got Shay from that, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> Test, yeah. There you Tessa go. herself, yeah. So, 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 which one of these symbols do you think best represents the episode? Bolt cutters. Okay, I went with the oysters, which is basically the same 
that's one of the things that annoys me about the symbols oh it probably annoys you more you're you're more of a stickler for this you got two things representing basically the same thing yeah yeah i, I also like the thing being in the episode which they did they, they accomplished that for all of these they're all in the episode so yes they are and then there uh yeah. okay so he's the most so uh favorite looking symbol which one do you think looks the most like the letter then favorite favorites I, right now i actually i i love the chinese food me I too the r looks... i think the r is great <laughs> I think yeah the r is great I, I think it's so clever. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's it's really cool looking symbol. Okay. Then yeah. I guess next yeah. criteria would be uh which one least represents the episode. This is this is a tough one. I, I because I, I feel like these are all pretty good representations of the episode. I, I ultimately went with the the chemical glassware, but I, I could probably be persuaded into the Chinese food. I did. I, I said Chinese food, but a fun fact uh-huh. of the Chinese food scene. Did you notice something, Mr. Sal? What? All no chopsticks? The, no, no, all of them were doing chopsticks except for Jonah. Really? Yes, he had a fork. Oh, for a spoon. <laughs> oh man. I like that. Okay, so yeah, definitely they're going with the chem glassware then. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome there's a little thing there that's like, oh, that's so cool oh my god tough. i didn't notice that that's yeah. really awesome yeah it's cool did you just notice that or did you no, read it no. somewhere no i saw when i was watching it because i was we were like oh it looks like i was watching something like oh, i can't use chopsticks like, like they, they were using chopsticks everyone and mm-hmm. it's like oh look, jonah's not using a chopstick he's like jonah and i was like oh yeah actually jonah's not using like so uh, that's why I noticed that. Oh, um, I love that. Oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, oh, I definitely need to give this episode a 10. And this this is why I love podcasting about this about anything, really, because I we pick up on stuff uh, and I want to thank you for that. So thank you for that. That's that's good. You're so. not welcome. Oh, you son of a gun. All right. I don't know what happens <laughs> if someone does that. Has that has it ever happened? I don't, I don't know. As well, you're not welcome. You know, yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, not to not to me until just now. So thanks for that too. I guess I've never done that. So this is we're cutting new territory for mankind. I don't know. But anyway, so. <laughs> but, uh, okay. yeah, worst looking symbol, letter wise. Uh, I I thought the bolt cutters because they don't have the the cross beam on the A. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Like the, the, I I thought about doing the beaker equipment. But like I can kind of it's basically how much you want to put the handicap to me. But I yeah, I I I'd go with you there that I think the bolt cutters just yeah, that in a line. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they do that all the time with the A. It's like it's, it's, not it's a triangle. Really an a. a triangle it's an upside, is an A. It's a, it's, a, it's an upside down V. Like or uh, what's what Greek letter is that? Is that Sigma or Alpha? A lambda? Like I don't know. It might Maybe be kind of, I, I I'm not kind of upside down Y lambda though. I don't know if that'd be. Well, that's lowercase. Um, uppercase is different. I, oh, I yeah, I don't upper... know those uppercases. Anyway. Oh, you're talking yeah. about the wrong tree. <laughs> anyway, uh, I used to know the whole Greek alphabet. I don't anymore. I used to know the whole Greek alphabet just because... I, 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 I studied Greek history. Oh, okay. Knowledge. <laughs> it's a, not as a major or minor even, but I, I took some classes in Greek history. But anyway, uh, yeah, so good we're, we're largely in agreement here so this is this is good very nice all right well i think i'm ready to start running through the episode if you are yep yep okay so we open uh with this hush little baby scene uh between home and the car marty and wendy are killing time marty's 
you know, holding Wilson and Wendy is like violently digging with a garden shovel in the, in the yard here uh, while they wait for Maya, who's being transported to Navarro. It's very ominous. It's really cool scene. Um, Go ahead. No, no, no. I agree. So it's a good one. But as good as the next scene coming up. Right. Kurt's favorite scene on the plane. Maya wants a lot from Navarro. I mean, a whole lot. Like she wants him to give up other people, some of the, his product, uh, guns, and jail do, time. Yeah. Not just any jail time, like years. She says plural years of jail time. So uh, I do love this idea that she says you know, there, are, there are only two reasons why the US government doesn't kill a drug lord. One is because they're not significant enough and we don't care enough to do it. And the other is because it's inconvenient for us to, you need to make it inconvenient for us to kill you, yeah. which that that's a pretty cool concept. And he doesn't give a whole lot of response to anything that he just kind of chuckles as she gets up and leaves. I, I want to note that another bit of the conversation that I, I, I enjoyed was a bit of um Navarro trying to talk about how, not saying it directly, but kind of that, you know, you're in Marty's pocket in a way. And but mm-hmm. Maya, she expresses a thought that we were talking about, or I don't know if I brought it up or we both brought it up. Of, I think it was the last episode we were talking about how it's like one hand washes the other, right? Like, like yeah. yeah, like, yeah, Maya's kind of in Marty's pocket, but he's in her pocket as well. Like, she's benefiting from this too. Like, catching yes. Laguna's cartel. It's not a one way road. And then she, she outlines that. She outlines so yeah. like, clearly she knows what's going on. It's not like Marty's like tricked her anyway. She's, you know, right. Yeah, he, he says, kind of how, do, how does he say, he says, you, you seem like, um, like, like Marty is useful to you. Yeah, something like <laughs> so, that, like, like there's she, no way. She says, no, we're useful to each other. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, she compliments Marty in some way, like, yeah, he's, he's better than some agents, uh, whatever, blah, 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 so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, anything more on your favorite scene here? No, nah, no. Okay. Back at home, Wendy has made a rock circle, and we don't really know what that's about yet. And Maya returns. She's pissed off. She gets her stuff. She gets Wilson. She gets out of there. Marty immediately calls Navarro, and I, he he doesn't he doesn't say, "Hey, what happened?" Maya's pissed. He's like, "Hey, so how'd it go with Maya?" <laughs> <laughs> I never didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he says. Uh, Navarro says he'll send a sample uh, for Shaw to test. And uh, Marty, you better go get Miller back. So on the crep, Ruth checks on the product, Wyatt sees her checking on the product, and says that the tells the people who are making the product that the deal is back on in very colorful Ruth language. Yes. You better. better <laughs> yeah. Ruth is really funny this season. I like I like her afraid. Like when, when she's talking with White in the hotel about like yep. like money yeah. laundering, like what do you want me to hire? Like money launder supply, please need not apply <laughs> something. And so it's yeah. another funny line too about it. Yeah. Um, well she, you know Oh yeah, I, something about um you not knowing what um liquidity was. There you go. To yeah. Why. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh my god. Yeah, I I, I prefer Ruth as a girl boss more much more than i than as uh a forlorn lover you know what i mean like I, season three ruth is my least favorite ruth understandably because like you know 
Yeah, because her main her main driving character in season three is a response mm-hmm. to um how she feels about Ben. Like right. Tom. I suppose you could say her main character trait in season two is her response to how she feels about Cade. Uh, but I was much more interested in that because she was trying to simultaneously play girl boss and I don't know why I say girl boss, just boss and uh um daughter. And, yeah. and that, uh, to, to the, so, the world's best dad. Better than Marty. Yeah, God. As proven. Oh if you God. listen to that, the better dad than Marty. So, uh, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, we, we've litigated that enough. I'm not, I'm not going to do it anymore. So, uh, but season two, Ruth was awesome because she was, tr- she was exerting her authority as a, as a boss working for Marty, like as a lieutenant kind of thing, while simultaneously, simultaneously trying to impress her dad. And that balancing act was so interesting to me. I, I, I've lost interest in her a bit in season three because it wasn't so much about her uh, career advancement it was more about this complicated love affair with ben what i will say though about the ben stuff is like i feel like the first half of season three i just there's not much from ruth besides she's just a cog in marty's machine yeah right it's like i think the ben stuff actually made her more interesting than what she was in the season it, but I wish it did it was it yeah did. but i, I but that was just more than just that. But anyway, and we were just living yeah. season three, Ruth. Well, right, right, right. But, but the, here in season yeah. four, like she's a hundred percent boss mode, it, it, with no distractions at all. She's not trying to impress her dad. She's not trying to balance her love life. She's just the boss, and I kind of love it. I mean, she's she's really entertaining as the boss, and so savvy. Like, she she's terrific. She she's just pitch perfect always she, she's great so all right uh back at home wendy tries to make amends with a place to remember ben which is a very i think very misguided and maybe even tone deaf response to jonah's aggression against her yeah no, do you definitely I, I agree i agree yeah i i feel like the the reason he's so upset is not because ben is dead it's because you killed him. Yeah, like this does not help anything. Like, yeah, basically. Exactly. In fact, it's just like, well, maybe he's more he's lost in his own way, but like that's, yeah. I mean, you you outlined it perfectly. It's just it's, yeah, the I, fact that you I, killed Ben. This does not do anything about that. This just would help him grieve Ben, which is maybe yeah. fine for that. You know, he's dealing with that, but not the other issues that he's having. Well, I mean, you know, if if it's Marty who does this. Jonah might be a little more receptive to it because he doesn't feel like Marty killed Ben. He feels like Wendy killed Ben, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong about this. I don't know how she makes amends with him, but it can't involve talking about Ben like this. Like she has to take responsibility and ask forgiveness. Not Despite the fact that this is very hard on her as well. She misses Ben too. She's grieving Ben too. They, you know, they could grieve together if not for the fact that she had him killed and Jonah resents her for it. Mm-hmm. But if she's going to, if she's going to come to any understanding with Jonah about Ben, it has to be from a position of, I, this is my fault. I'm so sorry. Like I, I, I hate myself for this. Like you don't have to hate me because I hate myself enough. You know, like it, it has to be something like that. It can't just be 
It's to be a place of guilt, or at least yeah, it's got to be a place what she's of, done. Yeah, exactly. And th- she said, "Mill she, she can't. She can't yeah. basically go. Eh, I'm I'm sorry that Ben's gone. That that's a shame. That yeah, Ben died. But yeah, we'll I mean, it can't it. just be. It can't just be about her grief, her shared grief over the loss of Ben. That it, it cannot be that. Does, I mean, it's not. That's not to illegitimize her grief. I, she she is she has legitimate grief over Ben's death that but that's not going to work with jonah she can share that with marty and charlotte she can't share that with jonah so okay jonah is completely unreceptive to this no surprise there and so she cuts the power (laughs) which i I mean you talked about it she offers the carrot he rejects it so she brings out the stick whack 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 yeah exactly Marty and Wendy, uh, the next day, discuss how to get Maya back. Uh, not, not, uh, not too many good ways, except that Marty basically thinks he's exhausted all options with Maya and that maybe it needs to be Wendy who goes and talks to her. At Omar's humble abode, he returns home and ha- after having met with Maya, of course, and Javi wants to oversee the birds uh, Shaw Enterprise. Navarro kind of dismissed it. It seemed like he dismissed it, at least to me. But Javi was not happy when Navarro left. But as we can see later, doesn't matter. He, he, he got what he wanted. Yeah. Yep. On the phone, Jim Reynoldsworth will set up a meeting with Shaver despite his misgivings. He thinks that they'd be better off going after some other people first and then going to Schaefer with those other people already in hand. But Wendy says, no, Schaefer's going to take time. So we got to start that process. Now we're going with Schaefer. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're going to see Schaefer this episode. I was like, I want to I meet the Schaefer. Me I too. Be, I, I want to be like a final boss type of person uh-huh. here. But no, yeah. it was yeah. this person. I mean, maybe maybe I had, be a boss to them. But. And that was a great scene too. I mean, terrific scene. Love it. Mm-hmm. All right. At Maya's house, her mom is there helping out, which I think probably is not good for you. No, yeah, no, I, I, I'll tell you right now. There, there are I think like two points in this episode where her mom, like something happens to Maya that is um related to her work and maybe a bit dangerous. Which is Wendy comes here, rings on this doorbell, and when she gets the phone call from Navarro, right, that we see they 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 take a purposeful uh shot of her mom just looking slash maybe listening in mm-hmm. or watching her right mm-hmm. which is like yeah i know it terrifies me <laughs> yeah you feel like she's gonna die and then her mom's gonna be like oh well, what happened to maya and then it'll be <laughs> some sort of like evan's revenge quest instead of so Petty. i so i really think you you hit the nail on the head there i don't think navarro's gonna kill her i think evans is oh, man <laughs> so if, evan, if evan kills maya that good for nothing <laughs> uh but i i think the reason for concern here right, is actually. they have put into place i oh, know evan's on my list too evan you can't go yeah that, man you can't go killing people <laughs> also on my list <laughs> terrible. so i think that the reason that mom is there is because they can't just kill maya you know without any place for wilson to go we can't yeah, have another zeke, zeke situation yeah we can't do that so by putting mom there we know that wilson is okay 
So it's okay for Maya to be killed off. Well, what is, what is the big bait, though? That's why they did that. Just could be a big bait. It could be. I hope. I'm just trying to figure out what the point of Evans is in this se- season, if not to kill Maya. Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, <laughs> if, if, if Evans comes out, or, or maybe to go after the birds. I'm like, you know, like now screw the law, right? Yeah, I think he's there. I think that's the thing. He's, he's, he's there. Go no, off yeah, on no, oh, yeah. The law, like, Evans has bent the law and like broke. Obviously, that's why now he's like been suspended. But I wonder if I feel maybe at some point we'll hear his little um, hearing with whatever. I, I don't know whatever. He'll, he'll lose his mm-hmm. job and he'll go basically in his eyes vigilante mode. Maybe he'll get revenge. Yeah. But I hope it's yeah. directed at the birds. It could be my specifically the kids. <laughs> oh, that'd be terrible, Mister Sal. <laughs> well, I mean. They're all in a flipped car, as far as we know. So, so he's not going to get any of them before they flip that car, and they all die. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Okay. Uh, now we get to my favorite scene. Oh no! Wait a minute. I've, I forgot that Wendy shows up here uh, and works her magic, and we already talked about that conversation. Uh, we we don't know the outcome of it. We just know that Wendy has had the conversation with Maya. Mm-hmm. All right, we, next is my favorite scene where with Ruth is helping Jonah move his computer stuff out. I know Wendy returns from talking to Maya and tries to pin Ben's death on Ruth, but Jonah's not buying any of that, any of that, and he still leaves with Ruth. And I do, I do like how Marty, you know, questions Wendy's tactics. She's, he's like, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> she, she she basically lays it out and says i'm fighting for our family uh what the f are you doing yeah <laughs> because he literally did nothing to stop jonah yeah he was chatting with jonah about like oh, let's talk about the little money laundering thing like oh yeah she cut the power dave i could have gotten a red flag yeah he like finishes his sentence yeah right. later right. he's so proud of jonah so like all parent like uh, later when they leave for chicago He's like, oh, let me leave you some money here. Something that should be enough. He's like, Dad, I'm worth six figures. <laughs> yeah, but that's all tied up offshore in cryptos, right? Here's some liquidity, <laughs> son, right? It's got a little liquidity, right? We're, we're like, like, ah, he's so proud. Of I know. He, he is. He is. But, you know, that that pride might be what saves all of their lives. <laughs> like, the mm-hmm. fact that he's proud of jonah might be what keeps jonah attached to them yeah i mean it, it seems like he jonah's actually like responsive to marty yeah mm-hmm. it does it does seem it would seem to me that it is just wendy the issue for jonah yeah. i think maybe i'm wrong maybe it, it, that's what it looks like that's what it looks like but so ruth takes jonah to the lazy o where Wyatt kind of ambushes her and Jonah hears the whole thing because Wyatt is pissed off at Ruth for moving forward with her heroin plan. And he tells her that she fights with everyone she works with. And then it becomes more about the fight than the work, which was, this is a Kafka trap right here. <laughs> this is a Kafka trap. If you go for so little, you fight with everyone. You fight with everyone you work with. Like, what am I supposed to say if I work with you? Now, nah. oh, see, <laughs> see, you're doing it right now. Let's say yes, yeah, this is gotcha. Just uh, a Kafka trap. You're right, but but a few important points come out of this. First of all, this really strikes a nerve in Ruth. You can see her respond to this like, "Oh crap, he's kind of right." Uh, oh, really? and 
<laughs> and I'm working with him now. And he's the most important person in my life. And I don't want to piss him off. Uh, and, oh, by the way, Jonah has heard all of this. After just hearing, I mean, he just heard in the previous scene, Wendy say that this is an unstable like group, this, this Darlene, Ruth, Wyatt thing. Like nobody there is going to protect you. They're going to blow up and, and, and you're going to be collateral damage. Like she's just heard, I'm sorry, Jonah just heard Wendy say that. And now he's literally seeing the cracks in the foundation of this enterprise. So it, no, is, it's no bird enterprise. No, no. <laughs> but this is, this is a, that's a really cool contrast. This, this episode really is so much better than I gave it credit for originally. <laughs> So, oh man, I'm so glad we're talking about this. But I mean, it's such a cool contrast to see Wendy, who has no credibility with Jonah, say something that actually comes to fruition in the next scene. So, does that mean that he, she gains a little bit of credibility in Jonah's eyes? Is, is, does, has Jonah recognized that there's there actually could be a problem here with this group? I don't know. We'll have to see. On the phone, Aaron asks Charlotte where Helen is. So she she does say that Mel is back in Chicago. Yeah, for now. But yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Mel could stay in Chicago. I was, we'll I had had enough of him. We'll see. Yeah, Mel and anyway, they're teaming up. Ah. ah. Anyway, uh, Aaron and Charlotte don't get very far. Charlotte has recognized though that she needs to have a face to face conversation with Aaron and tell Aaron that Helen is dead. Uh, so at dinner that night over the Chinese food, Charlotte pitches that very idea. And Marty says, yeah, I know you're right. You got to do that. But you know what? Let's all go to Chicago. We'll have a family vacation. Uh, Jonah's got work, though. And a fork. Yeah. Not, worth <laughs> not even worth trying to convince Jonah to come. Yeah. Wendy's just, you know what? Don't even bother. He's not coming. No problem. And they and, uh, and Marty and Wendy have this conversation about strategies with Jonah, and it's just uh, just nothing seems to be working. But next morning, they all, except for Wendy, say goodbye to Jonah. She's really dug her heels in here, which I, I don't think this is the right move either. No, no, definitely isn't. <laughs> Certainly isn't. Yeah. Anyway, uh, at the Lazy O, Jonah shows Ruth how everything works. And here comes further cracks in the foundation. Darlene comes in and tells Ruth not to touch her product. And Ruth has realized that Wyatt has ratted her out. So, and again, Jonah witnesses all of it. Cracks. Yep. In Chicago, Charlotte goes to meet Aaron. Marty and Wendy run into someone they know, which I thought this would be a bigger deal. I'm not sure why these people are even in this episode, actually. But... Anyway, uh, no, while they're talking, this, this was a complete like off the script thing. They were just walking in Chicago recording something, and these people were actually people they knew. Oh, so instead of saying, Oh my god, Jason and Laura, they, they said, Oh my god, Marty and Wendy. <laughs> they're not good with names, not good with names. No, I guess not. So, but anyway, while they're talking to these people, Omar calls. And wants Mar wants Maya's number, <laughs> which uh, uh, Mar now I'm ready to call him Jason again. Mar Marty <laughs> refuses refuses to give him, and he's pretty blunt with him. Uh, says, you know, no, because your impatience is what caused the problem in the first place. So no, I'm not giving you her number. 
and I'm really busy. Got to go. Bye. No, he, 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 he says we're doing it our way this time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I, I I I love that. I think that did not piss Navarro off. Actually, no, no. I mean, hindsight, I don't think it really has. It. it yeah, Marty, Marty will be um nah, I mean Wendy, I think will also be maybe realistic. I think she's more likely to embellish something, but she she was not willing to take on the launder Navarro task when she right. was told about it. So yes, exactly. Darlene makes a trip to Kansas City to see Frank Sr. and tries to pay him in heroin, which is that's just weird. I mean, <laughs> what's he supposed to do with that? He's not a drug dealer, as far as we know, is he? Well, he, he has access to distribution. That was what the original plan was, but he, yeah. he flaked on it. Yeah, but he, he's not uh, he's not selling the product. He's just, like, getting the product to... No, I thought he was selling I, it. Like, I thought he knew, like, either he knows people that can sell it or, you know, down his okay. food chain, he has people that can sell it. But I thought that was, uh, he's, his whole bit yeah, was distribution. That was, that's what their deal was. But then, obviously, Darlene didn't have a sheriff anymore, so yeah. he's not doing any distribution for it then without a, without a sheriff. He, yeah. doesn't want to, he doesn't want to miss the cartel. Not again. Nope. Yep, so he won't... Uh, he doesn't want to um, take the heroin. He wants cash. But she's short on cash because she has no distribution. Well, he demands that he... that she, He literally demands. He makes a big point of saying, you know, I'm going to have to... No, wait a minute. F that. I demand that you pay me what you owe me. <laughs> so. Yeah, regardless now, of how you get that money, with or without me, you owe me. Yeah, so so Frank, Frank is making demands of Darlene, and making demands of Darlene doesn't usually go well, so you must be worried. <sighs> Maybe it'll be Darlene's, you know, comeuppance. Maybe. At the park in Chicago, Charlotte tells Aaron about Helen. Warns her not to tell anyone because you know that what, what happened to her could happen to your whole family. Oh, and we didn't do it, not this time anyway. But that doesn't mean we can't. Oh man, that's a great. That, it's oh. it's good stuff. We've already talked about it a lot, but that's that's good stuff. <clears throat> Back at Shaw Industries, Shaw's whatever. Anyway, Shaw uh, Corporation. Yeah, Javi shows up and surprises Marty as the courier. With the sample, we we go now to the to uh, Schaefer's office. This this is another great scene. We haven't really talked too much about this, but uh, th- basically, I, I I love the idea that his big fu reception turns mm-hmm. into a slightly less vehement fu. Yeah, F- I wonder if that would actually work in politics. Like you give like a top, like a like the front end sale. Like yeah, look look at all this good side. Okay, okay, I got that. Now what what are you guys really doing for me here? Well, we got a hundred fifty million dollar war chest for you, sir. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. And power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's it's pretty it's pretty good stuff. And my my favorite bit about this scene is the end as they're walking out mm-hmm. when Wendy says, "I used to think he was the scariest man I'd ever meet." <laughs> and, yeah, it shows Wendy's a character. Yeah, she's not. Um, yeah, really scared of many people. I mean, when you think about all the people she's encountered since the season started or series started, just uh, so many people scarier than this guy. But now we get the Shaw meeting. Marty and Javi meet with Claire 
uh, they seal the deal over uh, test. <laughs> or, I, I'm not sure how you test heroin, but it doesn't seem like, you know, you put it in a test tube, put a couple drops of a thing in there, and it's indistinguishable. It, Mr. it, it tells it tells you exactly well, how pure how good this is. But well, no, it's, 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 no. See, this is how I know you probably haven't done a lot of chemistry before, Mister Stuff. Actually, <laughs> the, the chemical indicator tells you where it's from. Like you put the drops in there, and it will read <laughs> out. It'll read out where it's from. So it said Tanzania. So that's why, <laughs> you know, it, it's indistinguishable from the current supply. So. Oh, that's, well, that's thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the enlightenment. I, I, really I didn't explain that. that, but that's just based on my previous chemistry knowledge. Wonderful. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it, 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 somehow I'll have to take their word for it. Mm-hmm. This is good enough to seal yeah. the deal. But Javi says that he is in charge. The personal representative. Well, there you go. And uh, what does he say? You're the, you're, is the, you're the only gringo I know who has <laughs> killed more people than my family. Yeah. It's not a good Oof. thing to say to Claire. Yeah. <laughs> or it's what rattles her, I think. For when, yeah, oh, when, yeah, when absolutely. I think she was, you know, she was probably okay with it until he calls that to her attention. That's awful. Anyhow, at the crep, Carrie shows up. It's night and he buys the product from Ruth and then. Wants to know where he can use it because it's not going to make it home. So they go over to Ruth's house for a good time. And there, uh, Three is there. And it turns out we now know the origin of Three's name. He's named from Dale Her- Earnhardt's car number. Wonderful. Never, uh, I, I, I always thought he was like the third, like, like, third Russ, like generation. Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought maybe like. His grandfather's name was Russ, and his father's name was Russ, and his name's Russ, but he's the third, so they call him three. But no, they call him three because that was Dallar and Hart's car number. How sweet. Darlene shows up. She is pissed until Ruth r- pays her and tells her why she shouldn't kill her. And then all is forgiven, and Darlene loves her. And also, or at I, least I, seemingly my, so. My prediction, all is not forgiven by Darlene. You might be right. I, I disagree, but you might be right. It's a very Darlene thing to do. I don't know. Darlene doesn't usually deal in other than when Pettiness she killed Jacob. And other, blowing up that lady's tires. Darlene is the person of pettiness. And she'll I I, I think I think she'll um I think she'll fake face and then go behind and uh, it wouldn't shock me if Ruth went to drive off and her tires were slashed. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that would shock me, honestly. <laughs> I'd be shocked by that. <laughs> that, I, that would shock me. I don't think Darlene would do yeah. that. But so I, I, yeah. she might hold resentment over this. I don't know. Yeah. All right. In the parking lot back at, at Shaw uh, Labs, Javi is annoyed that a gun shipment got moved up to tonight. And Marty overhears that. Or Marty hears this and immediately starts the wheels turning. So he calls up Omar, tells him to give up the shipment to, ba- to Maya because that'll be what she needs. To, that'll that'll be what she needs to know that you're serious about this uh and your war is over anyway you don't need the guns you won the war i just thought this was so brilliant because i thought he might get rid of mojave in the process but he does give omar maya's number which might be a betrayal of maya's trust we'll see how if that was a net worth there like that that good play for him the net worth I, I meant like I, that was a bad choice of words because net worth is like an actual term, but I meant like 
if it was worth doing. And look at net positive. Oh, term. that's what I was trying to say. Okay, I said net I worth. I, I basically reinvented the word net worth accidentally. <laughs> well, different way. There's there's a different universe where I am the first person ever to say net worth and has a completely different meaning. And people, see, I think you were just trying to shoe hammer net worth in there. This is uh, continua. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh man uh outside uh, wendy is waiting for marty to <laughs> to uh uh finishes up up his meeting but she she runs into claire and it turns out javi has her pretty spooked and this is where wendy tries to convince her that this is the way to make the bad mean something she says bury it pile good on top of good and you know she's used this a lot in this series and you almost wonder if she actually believes it, like she actually is trying to bury the bad and good on top of good on top of good. I, I maybe, but I love how disingenuous Wendy seems to be. Right. Mm-hmm. I watched this as like, I don't know, I, whatever Wendy, but I wonder if now this actor will be ruined for me after watching Ozark. Uh. <laughs> like I'll always watch that actor <laughs> act. I'll be like, are you really telling the truth though? Like, I know you're not Wendy Bird right now, but <laughs> I just, I guess it depends on the characters he plays, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, this is a really good question for the whole series is does, does Wendy, I mean, I, in season two, it seemed pretty clear. Wendy didn't care about piling good on top of good. She, she wanted the power. Uh, now it still seems like she wants the power, but she's still saying, that she wants it so that she can do good on top of all the bad she's done. Nah, I, I, I don't, power, I don't I get that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, no. I don't get that. I think she wants the power. So, but it's a nice story. She's and just it seems it to, to look convince better. some people. Yeah. yeah. To look better. Yeah. It seems to convince some people. I hope we'll, we'll see if it convinced Clara or not, but at any rate, at Maya's Omar calls her and apparently gives up the gunship because Maya's got to go. On top of this uh, rooftop restaurant, the birds oogle the city, and then we get this last back and forth montage between the gunshipmen and the restaurant. The FBI pulls the truck over. Javi is having dinner with the birds. Uh, Maya finds the guns in the truck. Then Javi gets this phone call. Seems a little upset, but he tells the birds everything's fine. And then they toast to your business being my business and my business being your business. Yay. <laughs> yeah, and we're and we're left to wonder. We're left to wonder, you know, is did this backfire on Marty or is this actually what he was hoping for? And we'll have to see. In the case though, great episode, best episode yet. Mm-hmm. It is the best episode yet. I 100 percent right, Wonderful. Glad which means which means that uh, my episode ratings have gone from eight for episode one, nine for t- two, and ten for three. They keep going 11. up. I wonder if eleven comes next, doesn't it? Okay, it looks like I got an easy guess for next week, and, and, and even better, <laughs> my guess turned out to be true. With ten, I predicted. You're right. You're right. Well done to being. I'd love to hear it. So, yeah, exactly. Well, Kurt, do you know what time it is right now? Oh boy, do I know what time it is? It's TV time. Yeah. Very TV time. time. Man, it is a good time of day, I tell you. Yeah. So, what do you think, Kurt? Okay, well, what did the rate people rate this episode? Five. five. five 78% of the, of the TV time users 
rated this episode of five. Yeah. That is correct. Well, this is the hard part now. The, the character vote, hmm. the people, hmm. they voted Marty. But Do you, you want me to tell you? No, no, no. Okay. But you, Mr. Sal, and hmm. I, we voted Wendy. You're 100%, man. Good for you. <laughs> Hipster Mr. Sal was avoiding. That, listen, Marty. that is not a hipster move. You voted for Wendy too. Yeah, how, but do I'm not not vote, how do you not vote for Wendy in this episode? I don't oh, understand. Let's look at the people. Let's look at the people. 70% Marty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, why? You only didn't vote Marty because everyone else voted Marty, Mr. Sal. Half of our conversation before we started running through <laughs> was about Wendy. I know it was a really easy one this week. It's <laughs> <laughs> so easy. Oh my god, she was amazing in this episode. You saw every side of her. It was unbelievable. Oh, oh so Marty gets seventy percent. Wendy finishes in fourth. Kurt, I used to be, I because I've talked like I've talked to people. But, dude, I'll tell you this: I've I've had terrifying conversations with people that have finished the series and not series. Oh my god, cars, I know. And they're like, "Oh, I'm like, listen, listen. I, 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 I'll talk maybe, but like, I don't really, like, I don't really want to talk about it. I'll be honest. Like, I just, I just, <laughs> even though, no, no, no I, I'm fine. I can't remember things. <laughs> I remember like after we had seen episode two, someone like I know people that already finished the series. Like, oh, okay, that's fine. No, I won't spoil anything. I'm like, okay, fine. And then they're like, they're like. So it's basically a reference to like hey, don't the, don't you spoil anything right no, now. No, 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 I'll tell it. I it already had it was for this episode. It was like the airplane yeah. meeting between Navarro. Yeah. And that like, you know, and it was like, you know, you know how like when Maya first met Navarro, I'm like, no, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, stop. I'm like, stop. The smoke that's at the end. Like that's like stop. That's what I should be doing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh my god. Like yeah that. that's a, that, that, that is dangerous yeah I'm, I'm like staying off all like entertainment websites and uh i mean i'm really i'm not talking to anybody about this anyway, until we but, finish but, but based based i've heard from like my friends and stuff that i've watched it none of them really like wendy like wendy annoys yeah. them yeah which, I, I, which makes sense she, in the case that she's a liar she's a bold-faced liar all the time right like yep. it makes sense yeah, I, I kind of respect the lying ship, right? Whatever. I mean, yep. or at least it's an interesting character trait. But I think um, I think people might just dislike Wendy now. <laughs> oh, I think I think you're right, and I think it's I think that has always been the case. Honestly, I did I felt the same way about Wendy until I rewatched Ozark. I felt that way about was... Wendy in like season one, Wendy. Okay, season two, Wendy and on I, I like more because I, I think it's basically I was always related to Breaking Bad, but like. Especially, like, mm-hmm. people disliked Skyler because Skyler was like antagonized or was against Walter, right? Yeah. In the same vein, Wendy antagonizes Marty like all the time. Right? It's always like against Marty in certain ways, right? Now, uh, this season they, they're seeing eye to eye for like especially the business related stuff, but especially the family stuff with Jonah and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. not at all, right? The different methodology, all this other stuff, and it. And if people are seeing yeah. Marty as the main character, right, and he's winning the votes here, yeah. if you're antagonizing Marty constantly, especially over what people feel are mundane stuff, they're not going to like the character, or at least they might not. Yeah. Because so, that's what well, I didn't like in season it, one. So. Yeah, yeah. I, we see this in Lost all the time. Like, <laughs> all the time. There are certain characters <laughs> that, that the TV time voters will not vote for, even when they have 
even when they are the central character in an episode and they are amazing in the episode, they won't vote for them because they did something that they didn't like. So, yeah. and, they're, they're, and I think Wendy suffers from that uh, for yeah. Ozark because uh, I mean, I just can't imagine voting for anyone other than Wendy in this episode. Well, Michelle, that's because you're like, you, you are a TV time hipster. Yeah, okay. You, you, you have too. mentioned. Maybe I am too. Maybe that's so I can see through your little shot. Maybe it takes a BSer to know a BSer, Mr. Cell. Oh. No, maybe. Maybe. But it's not. That's not true at all, though. I'm not. So ignore everything you just heard. Okay. Fine. That sounds, sounds good. <laughs> but in, in case you're interested, second place was Ruth, 11%, which that's a good one, honestly. So, Ruth was pretty awesome in this episode. Uh, 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 I even thought for a brief moment, Maya Miller. Yeah. Okay. Maya's in fifth with only 2%, which. I, I get. I put all three of them ahead of Marty in this episode. Hmm. Yeah, Wendy, Ruth, and Maya. Yeah, I mean the the, the best thing Marty like I, I like Marty's responses to Wendy, but that's mm-hmm. Wendy. Obviously. I I like um. I mean the thing he does with the, uh Omar like both his calls with Omar uh, Omar is just those are really good. Um, they are. Yeah. So I might I might even he- edge him out over Maya depending. And it depends. It depends on the mood, I guess. Whether no, I, but it's I, close. I, I think it's close between Maya and Marty. Oh, and, I see. I think I think it'd be closer between Ruth and Marty. I'd put Maya second here. Okay. Yeah, but um, the the other thing is uh, in third place here we have Charlotte. You know, eight percent. I I didn't even consider Charlotte. I I yep. understand why she gets consideration. She had a really good scene. But one too many of the characters, yeah. That's what I'm saying. She had a really <laughs> yeah. good scene, yeah. <laughs> that's why, and, and, and so that, that's the key statement of it, though. It's just she yeah. had a really good scene, and one great scene, and some characters had multiple great scenes. But I, yeah, I, 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 I can see why people ter- considered her. Maybe if you would like that as your favorite scene, maybe, but nah, you know, honestly, like if, if that scene, if Charlotte's scene had been like at the end of the episodes, so you could factor recency bias into it, then yeah, I, I could, I could see your point, but it's uh, right in the middle of the episode like that i can't mean, believe yeah. people even remember that after everything that happened afterwards <laughs> it's a good scene it was an awesome scene i wonder uh, i wonder yeah. how the how the birds are going to influence their children what do you mean by that i mean just uh, they're influencing them by what they're doing around them and i mean look at what charlotte's doing right just threatening someone <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah. with a veil threat and Jonah's money laundering. I mean, I guess they've already had their impact, but ah, yeah. Curious how the series gonna end. Can't wait for that time jump, <laughs> at least month long time jump or three month yeah. time jump between. Uh, Any predictions you want to make about next week's episode? It's called Ace Deuce, or maybe it's AC Deucey because I've never heard Ace Deuce before. I've heard AC Deucey a lot, but I know I think it's Ace, Ace. It's Ace Deuce. I. I did make a prediction. Oh yeah, for well, we're, we're on opposite coins for the whole. Is Darlene actually mad at Ruth thing? That's probably yes. the biggest one. All right, I think I think we'll see next episode that Darlene. Okay, it's close, but I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna edge on the side that she's upset with Ruth. Uh, okay, I, I she'll get revenge maybe. Uh, but she's upset with it. like she's not pleased with Ruth. Okay, and I I'm taking the opposite point of view there. I'm I think that she's sincere and she actually is pleased with Ruth. Well, we, I think we also have opposite viewpoints. Oh no, maybe not. Uh, on what do you think? Do you think this uh, this gun shipment hijacking, not hijacking, 
what do you call this raid? This gun shipment raid is going to backfire on Marty or not? Oh, yeah, I think it will backfire. Yeah, I think so too. So we're not on. But, yeah, but about. I don't think it was purposeful bait by Javi. Yeah. Now we have not seen Evans since episode one. Do you think we see him in episode four? God, I hope not. <laughs> no, I mean, maybe actually, because now she just got another raid. I, 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 yeah. It wouldn't surprise me because you'll probably like something might yeah. happen with her in the bureau. She just reported this raid and they're like, oh, great, uh, great job again. Or, uh, oh, it's just kind of suspicious. I, I think we might see her with her superior again, which yeah. is that type of stuff. We might see Evans maybe pop a visit about okay. it. So it, it wouldn't shock me. How about, um, let's see here. What, what else can we uh, predict? Do you think that, uh, huh? I don't know. What do you think? Do you, do you have any other <laughs> I've tried, ideas? I've, tried, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at a loss here. Oh, the, ti- the title is Ace Deuce. So that indicates that we're probably going to be spending some time on the Missouri Bell, I would think. Yeah, maybe some like poker. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure what that could be, though. Because that's pocket rockets if you like two aces. I'm, th- I'm thinking like Ace Deuce, Ace Two. But I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know the card games. Like, well, I'm one, I wonder. Well, okay. So the only, I mean, there really hasn't been there really hasn't been any action on the Missouri Bell in a couple episodes here. So I wonder if that isn't a reference to what they had the conversation they had in the car in the very first scene of the season uh, about the Missouri Bell being the reservation. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder. I wonder if isn't that uh, something to do? You know, the, the starting the ball rolling there, or. It could be something about Carrie pushing heroin during a poker game, right? Mm, because yeah, because it, that's how Ruth knows him. I imagine he does. Yeah. Oh wow, Ruth distributing through the casino she used to work at. Fascinating. Yeah, but not her. Not her directly. Yeah. Well, well, Carrie said he wouldn't be a drug dealer though, just an influencer. Right. Exactly. But. Kind of seems so. like he's a bit of a drug dealer. I don't know. I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. All right. Well, anything else you want to add before we sign off? Nothing particular. I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm well, excited well, too. Yeah. I mean, we're not halfway, but as close as we will be, I guess, before <laughs> being more than halfway. So kind of halfway. Right. Point. Exactly. Yeah, we're at the we're, next, next episode is the exact middle of the season, right? Yeah, three episodes before it, three episodes after it. Oh, that's true. That's what I think. Yeah, like yeah. So we we are mid season next next season. So we hope that uh, you enjoyed our coverage today. We hope that you stay with us for season four. I, I know this requires a little more patience to uh, be, and you probably. I, I'm I'm guessing if you're listening to this, you have already finished the season or the half season however you want to say it and you're just going back and, and rehashing it so uh it's probably some pretty fun to hear a couple of ignorant people talk about it because we have not finished the season yet but uh, we hope that you stick with us and you'll, you'll listen to us next time uh we this episode of course is dropping on a tuesday which we, which we don't normally drop ozark on tuesday it's usually a thursday podcast uh at least season four has been but from this point forward we're gonna we're going to double up on ozark each week until we finish so we're going to drop season or episode four on thursday of this week next week you'll get five and six on tuesday on uh, monday and thursday did i say tuesday before i meant monday i said tuesday but yeah Yeah, sorry about that uh the following week 
uh, Monday, you'll have episode seven. And on Thursday, you will have the recap of all of Ozark season four, part one. So we're going to speed run this as much as Showhopper speed runs anything. And uh, we hope that that works out. But thank you for listening. Please feel free to contact us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Please spread the word about the podcast. Tell people that you know. Tell people you don't know. Hand out flyers on the street. That'd be fine. We should actually do that, Kurt. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Dexter right New Blood? It gets cold in <laughs> upstate New York. It does. It does. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, we'd, we'd appreciate any ratings and reviews and subscriptions and follows that you could offer. And that, that would be very much appreciated as well. Folks, we hope that you have a good week or a good middle of the week here. We will talk to you again on Thursday when we cover season four, episode four, Ace Deuce.